Hello everyone, welcome back to the FSC Radio. Today we are talking to Ludi and Ishu about their thesis, which might be interesting to you because, well, it's something unavoidable if you do a bachelor. And it's thesis season. And it's yeah. thesis season. And they actually have their deadlines, or Ishu has her deadlines this week, so yeah. that's very nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so Are you prepared? Maybe, yeah. I'm not prepared. Um, well, okay. but are you stressed? Am I stressed? Uh, to be very honest, yes, because I can feel like the like the anxiety as mm. an undercurrent. Yeah. yeah, for like the presentation or for yeah the for the presentation and also like I'm submitting my final draft Thursday. Yeah, Ooh. before like Good Friday. Yeah, so um, <laughs> do you still need to fix things? Yes, I do. It's it, it's not a lot of stuff that I need to fix, but I there's some stuff that I want to cross tra- uh, cross reference and or like check just to check. Um, yeah, that's gonna take a bit of time, and also make sure that everything that I said there it's scientifically correct. Ah, right. Yeah, which my I mean it's very nice. My professor has already highlighted some of the parts where it's not really correct. He's like, uh, you may want to look into this, you may want to look into this. So I already know where to look. So that's at least good. Yes. Yeah. Well, what's your, what's in, introduce us to your thesis first. Oh, man. My thesis... Um, Just like a simple overview. So, uh, Naisa Heidi is the astronomer here. So there's this thing called Grand Solar Minimum, which is a period of time... Uh, you get from the sun where the sun has like very few sunspots or almost none. And there are some speculations or at least already some theories about, um, it's just, it's not proven I think at this point, but like there, there are some patterns that you could see when there's like the solar minimum, grand solar minimum, there is a decreased temperature on earth. Like it kind of affects the temperature of earth. But obviously that is like a very, you know, temperature of Earth is like, it's influenced by a lot of things. So it's very difficult to see the pattern. But so far there's like some pattern about it and there's some theories about about it and all that stuff. So yeah, that's essentially... And what do you like investigate? To see whether, if there's any connection. Oh. Oh. So I'll just be plotting like data from the sun or like some proxies of the sun and then the data of the temperature and just to see whether there's any correlations. And I don't know if you want to give any spoilers for your presentation <laughs> tomorrow, but did you find anything? Uh, well, so far, not exactly. Uh. But my professor was like, you can definitely see something. You might want to like think about, think a little, little deeper, like, you know, zoom out and then think a little deeper mm. about it. So that's what I'm gonna do before Thursday, okay. which is like the part which I think is the hardest. Yeah, <laughs> the, the 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 juicy part of the discussion. <laughs> the you know? juicy part. So you yeah, compare the sunspots to the temperature on Earth, basically. Um, it's a proxy of the sunspot, but basically yeah. you look at the the the, the air the time the time where the sun is very. I don't think quiet is the right term. I don't think Inactive, so. Inactive, right? maybe. Yeah, yeah. Like there's few, very few sunspots, and then you look at the temperature of Earth. But how b- far back in time do you go? Uh, 12,000. Oh. Yeah, I well, think wait, that's the... Wait, 12,000? What? Yeah, 12,000. Y- uh, years? Years from present. Huh, but oh. how do they have data 
on that? Or do you model the sun and its like evolution? That's a good question because the sunspot only you have data for like the past hundred few hundred yeah. years, right? Yeah. Um, there is that's why the so-called the ah, like technical term time that the the cosmogenic radioisotope come in. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So basically, it's just like those kind of stuff that it's like from the cosmic rays, and then they kind of they are always hitting the Earth, you know. Mm -hmm. But when the sun is like getting really quiet, they kind of hit the Earth at like a different intensity. So what we can do is that we look at the data from those, and then they landed on the ice in Greenland, which is the part that I look at. And then they dig out the ice. They do like sample it and stuff, and then they take out the parts that are useful. They make it. They and then they you know line it up with like dates, how many time, how many years, how uh, before present. And then you can look at the data and then you can use those tiny little isotopes to like look at the stuff. Isotopes. Because <laughs> it's in the ice. Okay, it's very good. This is not like a comedic podcast because... Yeah, it's, it's awfully specific. Yeah, so it's like cosmogenic radioisotopes. <laughs> but it's pretty cool that it's like kept in the ice there and you can just look back in time. Kind of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Costs a lot of money to look into that. Could you go to that? Oh no, probably not. If you are a PhD, you're doing this, then you m you probably will be collecting your own data. That's what my professor oh. says. But as a That's as a cool. bachelor, you just get the data from their deposits, okay. from universities and stuff. I have a lot more questions, but maybe we should go to Ludi first. She's yes. also doing her thesis. Yeah, I'm doing my master thesis in artificial intelligence, and Ooh. yay. <laughs> I'm writing the I'm writing the robot that will destroy us all. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. Well, <laughs> no, thanks for the heads up. <laughs> yeah. No, I'll, I'll program in an exception for for us. Okay, oh, that's um, nice. But I am writing about a, a very specific kind of old-fashioned part of artificial intelligence, or maybe it's not old-fashioned, but it's um, it's about uh, artificial intelligence and law. And some people think that you can use statistics to perform law. Perform law. I feel law, like I'm giving wait. a presentation. No, no, no. <laughs> just try that again. Wait, wait. I have a law as in law. legislation? Yeah, like yeah, as in uh, criminal law. And they use statistics to make law. What? No, no. Oh, yeah. Let me just start it uh, from, from the top. <laughs> okay. Because I was, I was like, oh, now I'm stuck. No. Um, so I'm writing my thesis about artificial intelligence and law, uh, like criminal law. And there are people who want to use uh, statistics to investigate evidence. Like, oh, uh, if you see a knife that is like covered in blood and next to that you see a body lying dead on the ground, like what's the probability that this knife and the, the blood on this knife uh, is from the victim? And given that this knife is, uh, is the murder weapon, what is the probability that the owner of the knife is the... Uh, is the, the criminal or the suspect. And so, like, some people think, well, we just need to do this with words and we need to, like, uh, get engorged and make all kinds of good arguments about why some stuff is admissible in court and why some other stuff is not and why uh, maybe you can't say that the owner of the knife is the criminal because maybe his house was just, like, open and everyone could walk in and steal the knife. You know, that's just reasoning with words. But some people think that you can also reason with statistics or that, that you can be like, well, um, 
out of all the houses in Groningen, well, there's probably, if you take 100 houses, maybe there's uh, 20 houses that, that you can just easily break into and steal a knife. So there's a 1 in 20%, a uh, 1 in 100% chance that, uh, a 20 in 100% chance. <laughs> you see, this is, why, uh, this okay. is where it already goes wrong, that, uh, that someone could just steal a knife that, who is not the... Uh, that someone could commit yeah. a murder with a knife who is not the owner of the knife. So they no. want to like you make an algorithm to figure out the probability of... Yes, some people want to do that. And I don't really like that approach because I feel like there's so much wrong with it. So I'm just trying to invest to basically create a situation where I can investigate why it doesn't really work. Oh, it, I think there was a. I saw a movie that's very close to this oh? with like Tom Cruise and Colin Firth. He's very attractive in the movie, but <laughs> it's, it, the movie sucks. But they like also had an algorithm to uh, predict who is going to commit a crime, and oh. then before they commit it, they arrest them. Yeah, and um, and in the end, it's no. I I won't give a spoiler, but it's kind of related to this. I think. Yeah, it. It's but it is sort of scary. Mm -hmm. they like i don't know there's no you how do they even make the algorithm do they just go through old cases mm, well when i said there are people who want to use statistics mm. well it's really it's a very small community of ai and law and within that community like there i don't want to sound like disparaging because i'm not like it's it's all it's all fun but they're just like academics writing about stuff and oh, okay. theoretical stuff and sometimes it is used in court like um in some cases like statistical evidence is really relevant like in the lucia de berg case i don't know if you like uh, killer nurses uh, some oh right yeah yeah it's like uh when when there's loads of kids who die in a in a hospital and then they investigate it and turns out there's one nurse who was like in a, a strange number of shifts and then someone was like oh this cannot be a coincidence but right. in the end it was a coincidence oh it's a it's a really famous dutch case i think there's also a someone made a movie about it as well like i i haven't seen that movie i'm not sure if it's good or not yeah, but the story sounds familiar yeah yeah. Hmm. yeah but that's i'm not doing exactly that but i'm just sort of investigating statistical evidence have you had any success well, what I'm doing is really specific and it's really like um, small cases and actually not, not even, I'm not actually working with crimes. I'm just making crimes up and then seeing if statistical oh. methods work. So within my small domain, I've had a bit of success in... Are you committing think, crimes in real life? Yes, <laughs> oh. yes. I'm committing <laughs> crimes in real life to get my data. It's okay for your thesis. Yes, yes. It's like, oh... I, I significantly increased the probability <laughs> of someone, <laughs> someone dying. N no, mm. but I am making simulations where crimes happen. So that's <laughs> that's like I guess that's one step removed. From I like feel like you're problem. just behind your laptop, like laughing evilly, like. <laughs> 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 like I, I have to say, I made I made one scenario where you have the grote markt, and there's this uh, there's a, a an. A young person and an old person and the young person is like trying to steal something from the old person and they're just sort of moving towards the old person and the old person first is very happy because they, i don't know they're they're happy and then <laughs> they get the, the young person steals something from them and then they run away and then the old person is just sad and 
the first time that it worked, I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> what worked? The old the, person was sad? No, no, no. When it worked, like when my simulation worked. And oh, did someone like, did you actually like run a simulation of someone stealing something from an old person? Oh, yeah. That sounds yeah. like so much work for, or is it not a simulation? You could just oh. actually do that. Just go to show tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can just actually And they will be sad. Okay, but uh, it, this is not something that's already, like, put in practice. No, 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 no. But then it's difficult to, like, prove that it doesn't work, I would say, mm -hmm. right? Okay. Yeah, well, I'm I'm trying to give some counter-evidence to some theories that exist. Mm, okay. So this is, like, step minus two in, in like, an actual um, yeah. societal s situation. Okay, so how did you figure out you wanted to do that? Oh, well, this is... I guess kind of a long story. Um, when I did my bachelor's, I was also in an honors track. And then for my honors um, thesis, I guess, uh, or project, I wrote a paper with the same professor that I'm doing my uh, uh, master's thesis with. And that was really fun. And in the end, I got a publication out of it. Oh. Yeah, so that was great. And then I got to go to a conference and present. Um, so that was, yay. No, <laughs> yay, <Okay>. academics. <laughs> um, so then for my master's project, I was like, well, I basically want, and that was about the same topic as it is. So then uh, when I did my first year of my master's, I, I was like, oh, actually, I I don't really care about my courses. I just want to do my master's research oh. about the same topic. So okay. So that you turned out. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, when I entered my master, I already knew what I basically what I wanted to right. do. Okay. Was commit crimes. Yes. <laughs> Make commit up crimes fake crimes. <laughs> Make old, a simulation of an old lady cry. <laughs> yeah. You have found your calling. <laughs> yes. I, I, can't, I can't hurt people in real life, but I can <laughs> hurt people <laughs> in simulations. <laughs> yeah, in simulations. How did you come? How did you? Oh, well, you know, like, I, I mean, the physics program, by the way. And then, like, they have, like, this PowerPoint slides that kind of says, like, oh, you have, you, you have, like, this, a few people, professors you can go to, to do, mm -hmm. like, different projects. Yeah. Some of them mean energy, some of them mean air pollution. I mean, I did, my track is environment and energy, so, like, I have, like, specific professor I can go to, and this is, like, the, the radiocarbon is the thing that I, like, out of all the options, I would say I'm most interested in, mm -hmm. so that's why I just picked it. Yeah, and because I, and then I talked to the professor, and, you know, radiocarbon, you can go into a lot of different ways. It is, it's just, a, it's, it's, radiocarbon is just something you can use to do a lot of things. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, so I I ended up and I ended up saying like, oh, there's something. I'm a physics student, and uh, I really like, you know, Arctic stuff because I did my minor in the yeah. Arctic studies as well. Like ice, ice is my shit. Ice, ice, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Honestly, like I don't mind in the future just study ice because they're just. I was feeling really mind blown like during the the, the Arctic what's, what's lecture. What's interesting about what's ice? mind blowing about ice? Yeah, ice. You think you can just yeah by the back of your fridge, you see ice, you put in your drinks yeah. and stuff. Yeah, but ice is just like especially in like polar regions, it influences the uh, environment a lot. Mm. Yeah, and when the when the temperature of the globe goes up, you know, like global warming and stuff, the ice also kind of, I don't know, they they. There's so much things you can say about ice, and there's so much models that's like 
you know, the ice sheets, they kind of melt differently. They reflect sunlight. And I don't know, there's just so much, so much stuff that's going on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, especially in the Arctic and the Antarctica. Huh. Yeah. Ice, ice, baby. Sorry, I needed to do that. So you, so you always liked ice? That, that you all like that was no. you always wanted to work with ice. That's I was your, born that's in the ice. Do you know that? No, no, no. <laughs> oh, you're an airbender. <laughs> okay. No, it's just it just like, I mean, ice is like I never thought like ice would be, like this versatile in terms of what it can do. <laughs> you never thought that ice would be so cool. Oh, yeah. Oh my god. No. Oh. I hate puns. I hate puns. They make me very uncomfortable. I don't know why. Okay, but. Um, how did you um, end up on this specific topic? Well, my professor, uh, I mean, it's going to be about radiocarbon. And then he came up with like a few projects after having like a quick talk with me online. Right. And he and I picked the one with, with, the, uh, with this one, which is yeah. the one that uh, has connections to ice cores and all that stuff. Yeah, which I thought was... Interesting. And then you also look at like global warming and stuff, temperature and stuff, which is also what I'm, uh, what I'm interested in. Mm. Because how it influences the yeah. temperature, right. But your investigation is actually about the sun, right? About the sunspots. Um, the connection between the, the temperature and the grand solar minimum, yeah. Like, does it influence, does it not influence, you know, that kind of stuff. I think, I think we should turn the tables a bit. Right. And ask you about yeah. your yeah. future thesis and what I'm you're scared even, of. I'm not even thinking about my thesis. It's like a Do you have like void. an idea? Like, nope. <laughs> okay. Yeah, to be honest, I don't know what I'm going to do. And then when the time comes, I, 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 I'm I knew that... I'm going with the flow. Yeah, that's <laughs> a good way as well, yeah. Jesus, take the weed. But are you <laughs> do you even believe in Jesus? You I know. <laughs> my parents are Hindu. I was raised Hindu. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an atheist, I think. But Jesus, take the weed, please. We should oh, we should have my mother on this podcast. She Is she will, like a hardcore uh, Jesus like, fan? Yeah, hardcore, hardcore. <laughs> she will like revert. No, how do you say that? Convert. Convert you. Into Christianity? Yeah. Sure, I mean, she can try. Yeah, she tried with me. It didn't work. Um, Very successful then. And yeah. what about you, by the way? The Yeah, like, Jesus? do you have any idea already? or? Um, well, they have like... Uh, they have the Kaptein Institute here mm -hmm. next to the uni, which is, they do research in astronomy. And um, they have like a, a website with a list of projects you can choose from. You can also make your own project. Um, so basically my idea, I don't have an idea yet, but I can just look through the list and see if there's something that I find interesting. Mm -hmm. And then I just message. The have you found anything interesting? Uh, well, I haven't really looked, so... Oh, yeah. I'm so kind yeah. of like you. I don't want to... Yeah. I, I don't know. I it's think it's really difficult for a bachelor's thesis to know what you want. Like, yeah. for my bachelor thesis, I also just did <coughs> a project from a list. Yeah, because my, like, uh, level of knowledge on astronomy, I feel like it's still, like, very surface level. Yeah, and yeah. I have no idea. Agree. Like, I mean, the, the feeling of that, you know, you finish your bachelor's, be like, I still don't know shit. Yeah. And if if I had to make up a study myself, something to research, I that would have been too... I think that's too difficult. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. Um, I think if you, if you find a professor and you say, like, hey, I have a 
topic that I'm interested yeah, in. Exactly. Like that's already probably yeah. good enough for a bachelor's thesis, right? Yeah, because yeah, your knowledge is just not specific enough yet, and the research needs to be specific, right? So yeah. So yeah, I mean, I I don't want to do it, but also it's kind of fun, I guess, to do something completely independent and yes. kind of actually do research. I mean, that's why you do uh, university, right? Well, maybe mm-hmm. not exactly, but how was it to like finally work? independently on something completely that's all on you well i think it's nice because you have all the control of your time Mm. and to be very honest i think for my personality like if it kind of felt like a freelancer you have you meet i mean i meet my professor once a week on like either monday or friday and then in the in the meantime i mean he will tell me like oh you can do this you can do this and then you can try this and maybe next week you can see what progress you made and i'll just do what he like kind of asked me to um yeah and then yeah it just kind of felt like you have a like a boss supervisor and then the rest of the time for the whole week mm. do whatever you like if you wanna yeah. if you today you don't feel like it in the morning you can just go take a walk and that's sometimes what i do and i came home and i came home or like go to the library to do like the rest of the stuff in the afternoon and i can also it's like completely you have the whole yeah time to yourself you can like Play with the schedule however you like. So how do you make sure you don't like proca- yeah, procrastinate? Yeah, procrastinate. Yeah. Well, um, the minute that I take some break, like especially if I take the weekend off, I realize that the procrastination tend to kind of go away. Mm. Sounds mm. Counter- counterintuitive because procrastination, you want to yeah. like start doing it now, right? But actually sometimes if you ration your time well, you, uh, it actually kind of helps to, to, to not procrastinate. And isn't it also like a little bit uh, lonely or isolating? Because you don't see your student, your yeah, I don't peers. see my friends. Yeah, because they're 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 doing their own stuff, and yeah. then yeah, I'm just like here. Yeah, but well, I'm an introvert, so it's not yeah. too bad. So it's like perfect for you. Maybe. Yeah, but still, kind of like I wish that I have like thesis friends, so we can yeah. like, I don't know, bitch about thesis to each other. Like, <laughs> why is my data doesn't work? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, honestly, yeah. funny story. Uh, there's one time in the middle of my uh, data data programming part of it because I don't know how to program exactly, so I'm just learning it through this thesis. And then there's one part I was I was in the library and it's in the, you know the silent section, mm-hmm. and I just really want to flip the table. <laughs> and the guy, there's a guy sitting in front of me. He's like you know typing on his whatever computer, and I just at that time I want to cry but I also want to laugh but the most I want to do is fl- flip the table because I was so <laughs> listen every programmer in the world yes. can relate to yes. this <laughs> it's not even about programming actually yeah I was programming but it's not so much about it it was like funny this is such a stupid story but so okay so for me like part of my project is that like, like my data has to match the year so sometimes mm-hmm. you know they give you like sometimes 1997 or something like that but sometimes mm-hmm. they will give you like how many years before present and that's the time that I need but some of the times they they need it like they they, they label the time in like some other oh. AD or yeah yeah so it's oh. not like it's not a single yeah and then there's so many different ways you oh, can say so you can you have BC you have AD you have BP, you have like all kinds of stuff and you have to like standardize them. And then there's one of them that has like, they have stuff like in like the normal year. So like 1990, 1950, something. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, something like that. I have to convert them into like before presence, which is another time scale. 
And then, but then I do not know how. So I'd be like, okay, AD, what is AD? I Google and then it'd be like, oh, AD, it's like, you know, how many years after Jesus was born? I was like, okay. I'm like, okay, then I'm gonna go search like, how do I come, like, what, what, what year is Jesus born? And then, <laughs> like to this point, it's getting a bit ridiculous, right? I mean, like you're Googling actively what, which year is Jesus born. No, and then once, Google you're, once you're in like this, this sort of programming mindset, it's like, oh, I don't know anything. I can't assume anything. I have to know everything. Yeah, you sure. just start yeah, to like yeah. go with the, like, it's mm -hmm. like an instruction and you do instruction. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, like a flow <laughs> kind of thing. And then I was searching like in the library, when is Jesus born? <laughs> and then the Google spits out like, Christmas. we don't exactly know when Jesus born. I think <laughs> he's born like maybe there's a like an error for like four to six years because we couldn't yeah. really exactly yeah. say when Jesus was born. I'd be like, that's not helpful. And I just started to like, I don't know, I guess I was stressed, but like, when is Jesus born? Like, why the hell would I, would anyone like Google but, that? Okay, sorry, but it's <laughs> zero, right? Year yeah. zero. Yeah, but for okay. someone who's, yeah, but once I guess you're in the mindset. Yeah, it's no, like I, really yeah. But I guess 2022 AD right now is that? I think that's yeah. like 20, 2022 after Jesus was born. Yeah, yeah. For yeah. someone who's not like from the West, I don't know what AD actually means. Uh, but I, I, yeah, I only okay. after that Fair I only enough. know like oh, so the, the the year that we normally use is like according to Jesus' birthday. And I was like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> gosh, God, <laughs> okay. We should probably cut this out. No, no, no. This is like the best story. But so, did you have a mental breakdown or? <laughs> that was like terribly so timed. <laughs> well, I, you know the feeling that you want to laugh because what you're doing is just so ridiculous. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like searching when the Jesus was born, but then. At the same time, you'd be like, yeah, I got to do this, man. I need to know when <laughs> she's yeah. born so I can cover my time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I, I asked my friend, asked my mom, I sent it to another text to another friend because I was like, do you know when Jesus was born? And my friend was just like, Yishu, what the hell? <laughs> it's also just funny to imagine that you're like in the silent part of the library. This guy is like typing whatever and you are having in your head a complete meltdown. Yeah, like when I was literally Jesus having... When is Jesus born and nobody <laughs> notices? Like, I don't know. Because everyone's having their own meltdown. Yeah, everyone is having their own when is Jesus born meltdown. <laughs> yeah, but... <laughs> Yeah, you have to keep it like I have to keep super composed so people yeah. don't think I'm weird. Mm -hmm. But that, I just that's like why, that's why I program at home, <laughs> <laughs> so you can like curse I, whenever you want. I, I literally, I almost had a mental breakdown because I spent the whole day trying to make an image oh. transparent. Oh yeah, that's god. that's a whole flashback. Day. Oh my god, yes. Oh, but that's that kind of stuff is so frustrating when it's mm -hmm. like. It's you know what you want to do. You, you really know it, yeah. and then you can't it just, do it. It just doesn't work, and you just. And sometimes next day you do the, almost the same yes. thing, and it works. And you should be like, yesterday it didn't work. Why? I don't know. Yeah. Today yeah. it worked. Why? I also don't know. Yeah, program. It's so, it's so, it's so terrible. Sometimes, like you, you're there, and you're like, I. I want to throw my computer f across the room. I you can't throw it. Yeah, <laughs> you can't throw it because it's like your, your thesis is on there. It's like a, a half a year of work. Uh, you yeah. guys need to, oh, sorry, uh, pick up <laughs> boxing, I think. I think oh, that's yes. very helpful. Yeah, maybe. Maybe, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Start punching your laptop. Why, no. why are we, why are we start complaining about, like, in, to me, we start talking about Jesus, it just go down the rail <laughs> of, like, oh, oh look, look at all this programming work I have to do, oh, <laughs> computers. Uh. <laughs>
Yeah. Is it harder to follow three courses or write a thesis? Oh, that's also a question. Oh, yeah. That's a very good question. Uh, um, I think three courses is harder. Yeah, actually same. Oh, mm. the thesis is like the easiest block you've ever had? Mm, it's difficult <laughs> in, a, in a different it's way. A d- yeah, it's in a different way. But I would say it's more... I like the freedom. I really like yeah. the freedom. Mm. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, I think it's more fun because it's a topic that you can... Yeah, it's yeah. something that you picked. It's something that you picked, and it's also something where y- basically you can decide what you want to, like how much effort you want to put in. Like, of course, there's some sort of baseline effort, yeah. but you can just sort of choose to work on it, and then for uh, or to work on a specific part. Like, if you have a big thesis, like sometimes I don't want to program, so then I I, I will write something. Yeah. Or yeah. if I don't want to write, then I'll look up papers. You know, there's loads of different things that you can do that are all sort of mood appropriate i guess mm. but if you have free courses and you have homework and this and yeah, that yeah. and you have to go to a lecture and a tutorial and and, and you have to give a presentation and all this like it's so much more work and more stuff that you have to balance but for your thesis it's just like i can work on this but that's also like the freedom is something that would be scary to me because i would be like procrastination kind of, no well i would be like doubting every decision mm-hmm. that i do and like uh is this the most efficient way oh, to yeah. do this and oh yeah mm. the, am i making enough progress oh am i wasting my time on mm. when jesus is born <laughs> like i would be having these thoughts yeah. constantly that's why i started doing this new thing which i searched right before i started my thesis mm. it's called a work journal oh yeah i have that as well yeah, it's really helpful okay. for for stuff like you know, I think it's I think I learned it from some freelancer who shared their huh. tips or something. They they use work journal to to cross reference their stuff so they can look what they did and then they can look up their mm-hmm. progress and their, mm-hmm. you know, and then they can like oh I think this part I can improve. It's like it's like you you set up your own system or something. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I just have a notebook and I write down what I like. I basically just write a little log about what I did, and yeah, also. Yeah. Also, just sometimes stupid stuff like, oh, Questions I looked out of the window and I saw yeah. a bird. You know, <laughs> even really small, yeah, even or reflections about, yeah, yeah, how, how what you did and then yeah. this part. What do you think about this part of your work and stuff? Yeah, or like and then yeah. I also have like a schedule book, like an agenda. I think you call it in Netherlands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you have those two, and then you can just check. Do you ever just like go a week without like doing anything? Last week. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, but you were ill. So. Yeah, uh, I think. Not like an entire week without anything, but those two weeks I was extremely uh, unmotivated. Mm. It was, I think, the week before last week or last last week. I don't remember, but there was like one and a half week. I tried to really drag myself out of the bed, out of my house to like work. I'd be like, there's no way I can sit at home and just do stuff. I'm just not going to do any stuff. But I tried to do it like at least half of the day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, and it was really still because it's still I, big, yeah. still a lot of time. <laughs> in the morning, because in the morning I was just sitting on my chair after I finished my breakfast, and I would just be sitting there for half an hour. Be like, Ishu, stand up, get out the chair. Ishu, stand up, get out the chair, pack your bag, pack your bag. Ishu, you need to go. <laughs> yeah, but <that's laughs> for like a half an hour. Yeah, but you have like no one who is like you need to. Well, you have your supervisor, but no yeah, one but on only a daily. Once a week. Yeah, yeah but yeah. no one on a mm-hmm. daily basis is like. You need to motivate yourself completely, right? No yeah. one is telling um, you. Yeah, like, do yeah, this. kind of. Yeah. Yeah. 
that would be difficult. And also, don't you have... Okay, so oh. this is maybe personal, but <laughs> I, something I have during exam week is you have like more free time. And then I start to think about all the stuff that I don't think about when I'm busy. Like For example? I, like just existential crisis, whatever. Yeah. And uh, um, uh, like the thing you push down kind of comes up and then... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does that happen? Yeah. Um, yes. Yes. Yeah. I don't have it when I'm working on my thesis, but and I basically I have the tendency to overwork because programming takes a lot of time. Mm. But then I'm like, okay, well, I have to relax somehow. So then I try to paint or do something. And then the moment I like sit down to paint, it's like, oh, remember all that stupid stuff from high school <laughs> that you thought you were over? You're not. You can just worry about it <laughs> for two years for two for two hours. Yeah. But you, you, I don't know, you just sort of have to accept that, I guess. It's like, well, okay, I'm just going to have these feelings now because I guess they are yeah. here. Yeah, that's actually a good way to do it. But what one thing that I learned is that um, uh, maybe it's like a good idea to, before that you, like regularly, you go to like a walk or something or, you know, journal, you just yeah. do it once a week or something. And then you just allocate this time. It's a different activity for everyone. For me, it's uh, reading in the park. And then after I read for a while, stuff will come up and I will start to like journal. Uh-huh. And I do that regularly. So when, when you have free time, it doesn't just like come up like because you push down for so long and <laughs> it just come up. Yeah, it's like regularly uh-huh. you're taking care of your this part of your brain. I feel like yeah. I'm using this podcast for my mental health. <laughs> <laughs> if you had to like give advice to someone who was about to start oh, there, yes. what would you... What okay. would you I have, uh, well, I don't know how many tips I have, but I have some. Um, one, like we already mentioned, like keep a work log. Mm, yes. I don't. Highly recommend. Yeah, I don't really look at it that much, like, but just knowing that I, I've written it down somewhere, like, and just in the moment when, when you're, when you're like really happy because something worked and you wrote it down, like it's just a good way to sort of deal with your feelings yeah. when, when you're working. So that's a good mm. thing. Um, also, if you're programming, back up your work, commit stuff. Yes, oh my God. Put it on GitHub. <laughs> Please do it. Please uh. don't don't think, oh, I'll do it later. Your computer will crash. So, <laughs> yeah, so that. Um, another or, thing. or you just accidentally, s- like, dropped it on the floor. Yeah. Like, all behind. Yeah. And you just think about, wait a second. Last time mm-hmm. I backed up was four weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that, this actually happened a couple of days ago. And I was like, wait. shit. You I, I dropped it like when I was picking up when I was like Oh you dropped it. Oh I thought you dropped dead in Albertine. I was like, what? <laughs> I dropped my computer like from my bag to like on the floor in Alberheim when I was checking out. Oh, yeah. That's not good. That's and not and great. last the first thing I thought about is like, okay, that's really expensive thing that I just dropped. And then second thing is like last time I back on my data was Six weeks, four uh, weeks ago. Were you lost and wait, No, did I didn't lose anything. Oh, my oh, computer okay. is fine. Oh, yeah. But like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <God>. Breaks Jesus. <laughs> Knock on wood, man. Oh, God. Back up. Yeah. yeah. Back yeah. up. Oh, uh, another tip if you're writing that. Oh, um, yeah. Two tips. Um, one thing is keep a list of the papers that you want to cite as you go. Don't do it all the way at the end, um, which is advice that I should take myself because I don't do that. <laughs> uh, and one thing when you're writing and you're you notice that you're like, at sort of coming to the end of your motivational period, you're like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. But you, you've written a bit. Like, 
stop in the middle of a sentence that you're still excited about. Just don't even finish the sentence, just keep it open. And then just close your computer and go do something else. Because then when you get back, you know, oh, I can still finish the sentence. Like you you basically remove one of the, what's it called? Oh, like so you have a threshold. place to start. Yeah, you have a really easy, accessible place to start. Yeah. So that, that really advice. helped me when I, when I wrote. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I wish I heard this advice oh. like oh, two weeks ago. Well, maybe you can still use it for... Uh, yeah, well, now it's just editing because I have the draft uh, already. So yeah. Ah, yeah. I also, okay, so I don't do my thesis, but anytime I write anything, I always read it the next day again because mm. then you actually see like if, the, yeah. if the words flow correctly, if it's yeah. clear or whatever. Yeah, so yeah. That also that's also a really good advice, yes. Have enough, to keep enough time for, for editing. Like my... Pr uh, the master thesis is 50, no, no, 45 credits. And I started in, I think, the middle of the first block. And now it's April. And I was talking to my supervisor and he was like, well, uh, yeah, it's about time that you finish a first draft at the end of April. And I was like, ah, at the end of April. <laughs> okay. Um, so because then you have your first draft at the at the end of April then you have one month to note to fix all the things that are wrong in your first draft and then you have like programming wise and then you have June to finish it all up and then you can like graduate at the end of June so you basically should my advice is you should keep uh, three months at the end of your thesis to just write it and then write it again yeah, but the, okay, so that's for a master thesis. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. for a bachelor thesis, <laughs> no, don't take three months <laughs> no. at the end. By <laughs> the way, like, did you did you not have, like, met with your supervisor saying that the first draft should be handed in? Like, you know, in way in advance, like, that that should be already, like, agreed um, upon, I thought? I, like, the, the whole timeline thing, it should be agreed upon? So, like, the whole thing is very transparent? Um, so, you, there's nothing caught off guard, you know, like... Uh, I think, no, the the one thing that is like, um, that is necessary is a go, no-go meeting in the middle. And mm. that's basically when you, when both you and your supervisor are like, oh, do we actually want to continue with this? Ah, yeah. And mm. I think for the rest, it's all stuff, deadlines that you can set yourself. Yeah. And uh, like, I know my supervisor very well and uh, I was like, well, and he knows me. So it's like, well, I think it's fine if we are very like oh this is the deadline and that's the deadline and that's the deadline so mm. yeah okay, so, so i really have to write a lot this uh rest of april yeah so but that's fun you meet with your supervisor like once every two weeks but yeah. can you ask questions like can you mm -hmm. email yeah. them you can email them yeah yeah okay. depends a bit on like especially in ai there's a big problem with supervisors because there's not a lot of people to supervise master thesis and then pe sometimes people can't graduate on time, oh. which sucks. Yeah, yeah. If you want to do an uh, AI, because it's just too many students. Yeah. Wow. And uh, there's also a bit of a imbalance because loads of people want to do a machine learning project, but there's not as many machine learning um, what is it called professors. Mm. So, mm. yeah, that's a that's a problem. Anyway, it, sometimes your supervisor might not answer your question because they're busy. And then you just have to wait for the meeting. But usually they will, so. I guess that's the perk of like, you know, cause I'm in the physics program, majority of people in nanophysics or particle physics. 
So I'm sort of at a niche space. So my、mm-hmm. supervisor just don't have a lot of people to manage. So he was like quite available.、Mm. Oh, okay. yeah. He yeah. was like, if you have questions, I can, I can answer. I will answer your email. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that's But、nice. I, I can imagine if you have like a, prof- a professor that has to manage like twenty bachelor thesis,、mm-hmm. and I don't know how many. Then, then they probably don't have time for、no. you. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's、It's、just the, like, oh, you、yeah. can talk to me in my meeting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So maybe one final question.、Um, Do you have an office? Oh,、nope. that was not my question. But <laughs> what、yeah. is your, my home? <laughs> it's my yeah,、office. my home. <laughs> I think you get an office when you have a PhD. Oh, yeah, you're PhD. yeah.、Um, what was different from what you expected? Ah, expectation versus reality. Yeah.、Mm. I thought I could do more in the time. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> but、uh, no. Agree. Yeah.、Mm. Yeah. But. Actually, my my professor, my professor, my supervisor has a very good idea about oh this this thing you will probably take four weeks and I'd be like actually I can do it in three like I had it in my head <laughs> like I think I do it in three but then yeah yeah I took like four weeks、yeah. okay so thanks everyone for listening、uh, good luck with your own thesis、uh, yeah you can do it you can do it yes make a work log back up all your data、um, stop in the middle of sentences. And try to stay happy.